Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mac. This is Shreddy Break, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello, welcome to Broken but Glorious. I'm Chris Lapp, and I'd like to be joined by the man who sees no evil, Nick Davy. Good evening. Happy May 19th, Nick. Happy May 19th as well. I'm worried (laughs) that Kane's now going to come from behind me. Well, I'm going to hear some fire, though. <laughs> Your girlfriend's favourite podcaster, Lance Rivera. Hello. <laughs> and Grapple Arcade's Mark Fox. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that was my, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Georgie voice box. I don't win tonight, I'll set myself on fire. <laughs> How are you doing, lads? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just That's say, thank question. God that you won that night. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that pay-per-view where, in a world where Kane decided to set himself on fire after losing the WWF title. What a run, though. I, I just love the whole angle as well. Uh, in 2006, or whenever anyone said the date, he would kill them. Basically. Do you know what? As a child, was... that made me very paranoid, because uh, May 19th is also my dad's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so so it's kind of unavoidable to say around the house. <laughs> I did like the one where um, I think Rob Conway um, Shawn Michaels made Rob Conway wear a t-shirt that kept saying the date so Kane just basically destroyed him <laughs> oh yeah where he was the uh, the special guest ref yeah it was, it was, it was when, when Raw was going through a bit of a dark stage yeah <laughs> I wish he was the mayor of Newcastle <laughs> <laughs> do you want to Discuss lockdown, are we all bored of it now? Yeah, let's move on. Sweet <laughs> <laughs> bear, same response, keep asking me in two weeks, and I'll, uh, I might start to stay insane, but I'm still doing all right. It's starting to get a little bit of, like, you can meet mate, you can meet people while eight mates outside, you can do a little bit more exercise, so it's a, it's a, it's a little bit better. It's normality slowly creeping back in. Well, I'm absolutely not though. So Rachel said to me the other day, do you want the answer to shop to come in? Six till eight or eight till ten on Tuesday. I said, well, I can't do eight till ten in my head. I said, can't do eight till ten because that's when we do the podcast. So I said, six till eight. And then last night, Tuesday, <laughs> we set your alarm. She went six in the morning till eight in the morning. I said, I'm sitting there. What? Oh, that reminds me of the where I used to get up all the time that early to go. And that would just be a normal day's work for me back when I used to work at Sainsbury's. It would be, uh, yeah, 5 a.m. alarm to start at six. I'd say, when no, the you. kids are in school, we get up at six. <laughs> first time I've got up that early for two months. Yeah, to be fair, I usually get up about half five now. Anyway, for um, well, when I used to, when I was working in London, it was half five start. Get on the train oh. at half seven. Yeah, so I've got some awful news to start on. So a large scale search happening on Venice Beach for former WWE World Heart Attack Team Crime Time Chad Gaspar has been called off. So he was swimming in the ocean with a group of friends and his son. When uh, we got caught and pulled out by aggress- aggressive currents, Likewise rushed to help him, but he demanded they took his son first, and then he got caught by another wave and hasn't been seen since. This was on Sunday. So, yeah, awful news. Um, all of us at BBG Wrestling hope there's a positive outcome to this, but it's not looking great. 
No, I think not much can be said, it's horrible, really. horrible said. to hear. And it's it's really um it's just obviously it makes it worse the fact that it was such a noble thing, obviously, of taking taking his child first to get him safe. Um mm-hmm. just makes the whole thing that even more worse. obviously just makes it even worse to hear really. Um and yeah, as I say, we can only pray for 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 good news, but as you say, it's just not looking it's not looking promising whatsoever. Thoughts go to his family, really. Mm. Absolutely. Sami Zayn said he does not agree with the decision to be stripped of the IC Championship. So, do you want to discuss your thoughts on whether he should have been stripped first? Yeah, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Strip him. Why not? No, um, I. It's difficult to know. I think. I think it's it's worked out perfectly for a bit of attention on the on the belt. Um, yes. During it, I think I think you need calamity. Anything happens, um, stuff going on during the lockdown thing. So mm-hmm. strip them all, strip them all of the belts. <laughs> have title, <laughs> have tournaments, have whatever you want. Have a have a raffle, have a bingo, whatever. Um, I think they need to do. I think this is why they're doing it. They're just trying to do entertaining randomness stuff to um to keep people's intrigue up. Rather than watching really, I, I still can't get my head around the whole empty arena standard matches. It just looks odd, and I, just, I can't get my head around it at all. Still, so um, no. and to the point where it just feels weird watching it. I mean, it's, it's you know it's weird enough anyway. But it's just it's I'm I'm all for them doing things like this. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I don't mind them doing it. I think bottom line is we've obviously never been in this situation before, certainly in our lifetimes, or uh, we've never obviously had a situation like this where there's a worldwide pandemic that's going to stop wrestlers from competing on shows and what have you. The way I look at it is, or the only way you can kind of compare it is if if Sami Zayn was to pick up an injury, he'd have to vacate the title. So uh, I think it's just one of those things, yes, he's probably obviously playing with his gimmick, I imagine, as well. But I think it's just one of those ones where, yeah, they have to give up the title just so the title can be defended. Obviously, with the shows continuing to go on, uh, we've seen that with Jordan Devlin, with the Cruiserweight title. But one thing's for certain, when stuff does go back to normal, there will just be an instant championship match between Sami Zayn and whoever is the champion at that point. So the way I look at it is he's got a chance to. He's going to have to defend his title anyway if he was the champion. So the way I look at it is he's got an easy chance to. He'll be the automatic number one contender. So chance to obviously win the belt back. So we could have a rehash of Michael's race for a mode on NXT and on SmackDown. Yeah, that would be good. Um, I just, <laughs> I've just been thinking that um, that it should. You have to have your titles on your shows, don't you? You can't can't be going mm-hmm. months or however long this will go on for without having the title on the shows, especially for when you're going to keep running the shows. You can't just have it disappear with no explanation. It's historically the workhorse title, so it kind of needs to be regularly on TV. But the argument seems to be, they said beforehand, if you don't come in, you're not going to be penalised. And the people are arguing that he's been penalised. But it's going to be automatically number one contender. He hasn't really been penalised. He's got to get it back. Yeah, I was about to say that. He can't. He, he will. He will have the title match, and he can build a story out of it. So he's not really lost his spot. He's just lost mm-hmm. the title for now. Exactly. It's just like this is so weird. the rest of it's just the same kind of. So we've never had this situation before, have we? Well, you say that. <laughs> now, enter my nonsensical segue here. We haven't had this exact situation before, but we have had several tournaments for IC belts over 
over the years. So I decided to do a little bit of a, I'll, I'll keep this quick and brief, but I decided to do a little bit of a look over the internet, international, the uh, intercontinental championship tournaments that we've had since mm. uh, the belt came to fruition. And we've had several. So the first major one coming in 1990 when Mr. Perfect beat Tito Santana, uh, arguably one of the worst tournaments of all time, uh, which saw <laughs> in the semis, Tito um, beat Akeem due to a countout. Uh, Bruce yeah. Barbeefcake and Dino Bravo went to a double countout. Mr. Perfect <laughs> beat Jimmy Snooker by a pin. And Piper and Rick Martel was a double disqualification, which meant that Tito and Perfect <laughs> went into the semi-finals, uh, but they were both buys into the finals, so there wasn't a semi-final match, and then Mr. Perfect beat Tito with a pin. That's that's the start of the Intercontinental <laughs> Tournament lineage. That's the greatest tournament of all time. You'd think, <laughs> you'd think, until the second one happened in 1996, when Mark Merrow beat Farouk in the final, which had, oh, in the semi-final, Owen Hart beat British Bulldog by a count-out win. Mark Merrow beat Austin by a disqualification win. Sid beat Triple H by a pin. Farouk beat Savio by a pin. However, then Owen Hart in the semis beat um, Mark Merrow by a pin. Uh, Farouk beat Sid by a disqualification. Um, and then Mark Merrow beat Farouk by a pin. So, yet again, another interesting one. But it gets better. It gets better than that, lad. <laughs> you believe it? In Did 19- you say that Owen Hart won the semi-final? Owen Hart got beat in the semi-final by, uh, oh, by sorry. Mark. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Owen Hart got beat, yeah, by a pin. <laughs> uh, that would have been another weird. <laughs> but I'm sorry, the house, the house, I was waiting house. for the follow-up on that. I was thinking, yeah. that, what, so what happened with Owen Hart then? If he, if he won, <laughs> he kicked his leg out of his leg. No, he, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, that, that didn't happen. However, though, what happened with Owen Hart is he beat Farouk in 1997 in another Intercontinental t- tournament. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not making this up. These are all for titles. These aren't even for number one contenderships. These are all for titles, right? Um, So, yeah, Austin dropped the title due to um, his famous neck injury with Owen. Um, So then you had the the (laughs) quarterfinal matches of Pillman versus Dude Love, which was a disqualification, uh, which saw Pillman go through. Owen Hart versus Goldust, which was a disqualification, which saw Owen Hart go through to the semis. Farouk versus Shamrock, where Farouk won, but Shamrock got injured, so Farouk got a bye into the next round. Uh, Amit Johnson... Um, Ahmed Johnson beat Rocky <laughs> by a pin. So the same as you had Pillman versus Owen. Owen went through due to a disqualification. You had Farouk <laughs> versus Ahmed. Farouk goes through due to a disqualification. And then Owen beat Farouk in the final. So, so far, there's not disqualification happening. Not in that one, yeah. no. He won by a pin in that one. All the finals have been pin wins so far. Oh, uh, yes. On the last two, I'll fly through them very quickly. <laughs> Oh my uh, God. In 1998, <laughs> there was another dropping the of the Intercontinental wow. title. The three years in a row, we've had tournaments for the IC belts due to people <laughs> relinquishing the title. <laughs> Triple H. How uh, long did it take you to lock up? Well, Triple H. Well, a, a little while. Triple H vacated <laughs> the title due to an injury. Uh, Shamrock beat Blackman with a submission win. Valvinus beat Mark Merrow with a pin. X Pac beat Double J with a pin. Mankind beat Mark Henry with a submission. So then you had Shamrock versus Venus. He won by a submission. Uh, Shamrock, that is. X-Pac versus Mankind. X-Pac won with a pin. And then Shamrock beat X-Pac in the final by a submission. So he's won every round by a submission, which goes to yes. show they were really trying to put over his kind of uh, no-holds-barred, bloody breaking people's ankles, submission machine mm-hmm. character at the time. Uh, and then finally, very, very finally, the last Intercontinental Championship tournament that we had was in 2010 
where uh, Coffee Kingston beat Christian in the final. However, this happened due to where uh, Teddy Long firing Drew for attacking Matt Hardy, as you do, uh, week after oh, week. I that. Uh, he said, stop <laughs> attacking him, player. And uh, Drew was like, oh, <laughs> man, got his shot kicked Matt Hardy, shit out. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I kick his head in. And uh, Teddy Long was like, hey, player, stop doing it, man. And uh, Drew was like, never, <laughs> I will never surrender. And he and he did it time and time again. Um, it? Yeah. Uh, so Teddy Long fired him. Um, title was vacated. Coffee beat Christian mm. in a, in the final of a tournament. But then Vince comes out and says, nah, I'm overruling Teddy Long. Um, Drew hasn't been fired, therefore he's still the champion. <laughs> uh, so, and then that title win for Coffee in the tournament's not actually ever been registered, so it's not an official title win, believe it or not. They don't recognise it as an official title win for Coffee. However, Coffee beat Drew over the limit pay per view for the title and and beat him for the IC belt anyway. Makes you wonder what was the point in any of it. <laughs> what happened to Paul uh, Matt Hardy? Was that just before he got before he just left? I think it was before he started um when he started getting kicked off house shows to turn up like drunk and stuff. But, um, ah yes. I'm trying to think. It was around 2010. Yeah, 2010. You said. Yeah, because I think he sort of went a bit. He went a bit weird. Sort of November. I think that the usual time when they do the European talks. I think he got kicked off the European tour, which is usually around October, November time when they do the the UK one. Yeah. Well, just to quickly round that uh, off with one last uh, one last sentence here, lads. Right. Just just for st- statistics' sake, as we're obviously leading into the um, to the to the brackets tournament. When's the next matches? I don't even know anymore. Brian's yeah, obviously through the semi. Elias is through the semi, um, and we're waiting to see about Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus and uh, AJ Styles versus Nakamura. Yeah. I'm guessing, so the, I'm guessing the other three quarters will be this week. So yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the st- SmackDown. Fingers crossed we have better statistics going into this one then because what we've um what we've found out from all of those um tournaments that I've read out to you there, thank you for putting up with me, was that um <laughs> there's been in terms of count outs and double count outs, there's been four in the internet so far. Out of disqualifications and double disqualifications, there's been eight. Mm-hmm. There's been three buys into the next rounds, there's been twelve pins, there's been four submissions, and there's been one tournament overturned. So and that's just exactly. Do you know what? I was really, I was really hoping that your statistics were going to be the statistics of the amount of people who've beaten up Matt Hardy just randomly for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> because if you go back to 2005, we'll find that Edge just we had that where Edge would beat him up consistently on Raw. Yeah. I mean, there was story back. to that. <laughs> there, was, <laughs> there was story to that, but then we flash forward a, great a bit. Story to that. <laughs> a bit recently, Randy Orton just batted him. It's a long story, it's a long story, isn't it, that one? It's quite an interesting one. I hope Drew just sticks up. Maybe he Drew just batted him as well. Maybe he had the AJ Styles gimmick. Uh, beat up instead of beat up John Cena, should be beat up Matt Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Matt Hardy. So, yeah, oh, interesting times. Like, yes. eh, eh. He looks so sad on AEW this week when Van Gogh Wong got destroyed by Chris Jericho. It's, it's quite sad. <laughs> this will be the... Uh, this, this, what we're in right now, is the sixth... Intercontinental Championship tournament, not 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 for a number one contendership or anything, for the actual hmm. belt itself. The sixth one since nineteen ninety when Warrior gave the belt up. That's sixth. a good quiz. Good quiz question. I've given it away now, haven't I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Drew Gulak lost in the first round of the, of the current tournaments before leaving the company. According to reports, he and the company couldn't agree on a new contract due to Drew, Drew believing he deserved more money. So I thought it was weird they put them in, in such a high-profile story. 
storyline and stuff, it'd be new. His contract is coming up. Well, it might have been an incentive to get him to re-sign with the company. That's what I think as well. I think that they maybe knew it was coming up. They maybe wanted him to stay, and they decided to put him in such a match in a tournament with the idea that he went mm-hmm. even further. I really thought it was going to be Drew and uh, Brian in the final. Well, it's that made sense, Drew really Brian. I think mm. when you look at the tournament, that's exactly what it should have been, and I think it's probably what they would have hoped for. It's some Callum. weird first round matches. You would have thought Drew Bryan in the final or Seamus Jeff Hardy in the final would have been good. Well, Elias Corbin in the final. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, I'm all quite the first like round, round matches, round really. matches though. I quite like. I've always yeah. wanted them to do like a draw, of, like a bit like the FA Cup sort of thing, where they just pick random names out of a hat. It's not sort of. It adds a bit of like. It does add it, make it a bit more realistic. If like it's the case yeah. of literally, they do like a draw and it's they hit you know pick balls out of a hat and it's. Whoever sort of thing, so I quite like it when it's weird matches mm. you wouldn't expect. I know, obviously, for live, well, given there's no live crowds as well, but I know sometimes it doesn't work if there's a hill and a hill and a face on a face and what have you. You do need to lead to a, an actual final sort of thing where there's the story that can go places. But for a, for a tournament like this, I'm, I'm quite happy there's sort of random matches. I agree because I think that like the the obvious thing would have been is to have AJ and Nakamura, you know, your two sort of workhorses, if you like in the semis going up against who's like Jeff or I think, you know, you would have probably assumed if you were going to write it down on paper, it would probably be Brian, Jeff, AJ and Nakamura in the semis. Cause then you, they're your big hitters out of the, out of the bunch. If that makes sense, they were the ones that are moving mm-hmm. and shaking and all similarish styles, if you like. Um, so the idea that they're, they're doing it in the quarters adds that element of, Oh, wasn't really expecting that. Now we've got Elias in the semis, which is interesting. So yeah, I think it's they've they've done it as random as they could with the names at hand, um, mm-hmm. not as obvious. But the the Gulak things probably shifted it up quite a bit for them. It feels very much like when Saber Junior and Abushi got to the semi-finals of the Cruiserweight Classic, and then both yeah, of them decided we're not else. we're not signing, and then they both lost, and we all went. That was that was weird. That was my genuine reaction. Sat there just going, "Well, we didn't expect that." What? <laughs> he's, never, sorry, he, he's, made, he's made it clear, Zay, he'll never sign for, for WWE. I don't, he'll, he'll never want to have the, um, the schedule, I think, they've got. No, yeah. So who do you think's going to win the tournament? I think it's Brian. I think they're, they're yeah. pushing the yeah. storyline with him and his missus at the moment, where they're going to split up and things, and are they or aren't they, and who knows what's going on with all that nonsense on a reality TV show. I don't even know if it's at an angle or real life, because it feels like an angle. Um I actually watched Smackdown this week because I've got BT, well, I've got the BT Sport app now for the football for the Bundesliga. I've actually watched the whole Smackdown last week, yeah. obviously on repeat, and there was no reference of that. Was um, it? Oh, that's interesting. No, I think well, yeah. I don't know, that's the reality. People- People, it's either reality or they're pushing for the next series of Total Bellas or something. That's what I've been reading reports of anyway. But it's difficult to know yeah. anymore. That's the problem, isn't it? It's difficult to tell the difference. Um, which <laughs> I is maybe used to a really good thing. I enjoy Total Divas and Total Bellas. <laughs> and I'm not afraid to admit that. I used to really uh-huh. enjoy watching it. I, and then one day I just. I've never went, watched it. I've not watched one episode. <laughs> it's, I, don't like, it, I don't like Kenny. He's like fake reality TV. Oh, well, I like being the only one. I like Love Island. I like Love Island. That's my only which some would say is worse than what I've just admitted to. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the Chris's original question? Uh, I, I would say of Daddy Brian, for sure. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. Think, I think um, you're right. I just think um, as well, I quite like what he said on SmackDown this week. Um, great episode of SmackDown, by the way. I, I really enjoyed it. I watched it this week. Um, really good episode. But I think with Brian, 
I like the way he referenced uh, the Intercontinental title when that was his last belt before he was to retire and he never actually, when he came back, it was sort of, sort of a sign that was forgotten about and he never, it's never been mm. referenced. So that's quite a nice touch that they pluck that out. Obviously, it does feel a bit like, oh, well, how can we make this relevant and sort of thing? But um, hey, ho, it's a, I, like, I do like loose ends getting touched up. So um, yeah, I'd, I'd give it to Brian and you've obviously setting yourself up for Brian Zane, um, which hopefully we have that sooner rather than later. Yeah, Shane, I like the way you said uh, recent interviews that he wants. It's the only title he hasn't won, so he wants to win it before he retires as well. Who is that? So he wants to Seamus. Seamus, yeah. He hasn't been doing much, has he either? He hasn't been doing that much as of recent. Like, and he's, 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 he's a great at hand. Maybe, maybe he could do with a bit of a repackage, a bit of a remodel, and a little yeah. bit of a shake him up a bit, you know? He's on the yeah, I think he's. I think, I think Famous <laughs> is, is great, but any angle he's in, I think he's done pretty well. I think he got kind of shafted when they had the whole. Um, uh, was it the League of Nations? That was pretty crap, but I think that was, that was him crap. getting shafted. It was him getting shafted by Paul Brookin, I thought. But um, <laughs> I think any angle, I think as a face, he's been great with 2012 when he's a baby face. Um, I think with, with pretty much the monster angle, I think he's done to perfection. Uh, Slimy Hill, he was fantastic. I thought with the whole neck when the next angle took was, was sort of on in 2010, and um, and even as a tag team, this is oh, that's one of my favourite tag teams in recent memories. The bar, so um, I, wouldn't oh, bar, cool. I wouldn't have any hesitation for Seamus whatsoever. And, and another one, Styles as well, is similar. He hasn't held the Intercontinental. I think he said in an interview that would be a nice belt. He would like to win as well to sort of complete the set. I was about to say, he'd be, he'd be close to being a Grand Slam. He just needs the tag team title after that. Yeah. When you think as well, he's 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 held what belt did he hold in Japan? Uh, the the IWGP I, heavyweight. The IWGP and, like, heavy was it? Yeah, yeah. and the Intercontinental. Oh no, he didn't win the Intercontinental. Because when you have the tag titles, when they do like when they do the stupid thing of oh the two top guys are feuding, let's just give them the tag titles so they can hold that, and then yeah, we obviously the audience know exactly what's going to happen. No. No, I don't remember. Yeah, I think I'm getting it mixed up with Seth. Yeah. He's obviously had his Seth. TNA title run as well, didn't he? TNA title run. Yeah, he had the IWGP, the uh, TNA title. Yeah. Did he have the Ring of Honor title? He had one of them. He definitely had one of those ROH titles. Yeah. Well, either way, he's, he's, he's had a canny few, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, and then he's missing the Universal and the Tag Team titles. This is James Reed, and you're listening to a Broken Glorious podcast. It's time for the first round of Question of Sports Entertainment. Lance, question master this week. <laughs> Stop reminding me! So it's Mark versus Nick. <laughs> okay, so to go with the, the theme of celebrities in wrestling, as we have got Mike Tyson on Double or Nothing this Sunday, I uh, want to ask you both, how many celebrity Raw GMs can you name? Ooh. I thought I'd go. I'd go from a, a real throwback. So this goes from uh, two thousand and nine, uh, July thirteenth, two thousand and nine, all the way to May tenth, two thousand and ten. Yeah. And it's uh, it's no no wrestlers. It's just just celebrities. Cool. Who's going first? Oh. Um, is the, what's is it... the best way to decide this? Uh, Mark, you can just go first. That that works. <laughs> that works well Thanks. for me. Um, is the is it the same as like a, a the host? Is that what is it the same thing as a host? 
Yeah. Yes. So yeah, yes. each class yes. is the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Um, let me think. I will go with, I believe, Snoop Dogg. Yes, Snoop Dogg was one of them. Um, I believe oh, Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather was also one of them. I'm going to say Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne was one. Um, you, you referenced him earlier, Mike Tyson. Yeah, he was also one. Oh, I don't know if I'd take a risk here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a really obvious one that I want to say, but I don't know if it'll count. Um, I'm going to say, oh, I'm going to say Sharon Osborne because she was on with Ozzy at the time, but I don't know if you could not count that as separate. So the same, all the Osbournes. <laughs> I'm going to say it anyway. Same, they were on at the same time, so. Yeah. I could be asked like and a... say no, but I'll right. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you because they were they came as a package deal. It's fine. He said whoa, whoa, he whoa, said Aussie. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving it. I'm feeling generous. I'm in a good mood. That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh! um, um, your call, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kill a nil. Shaquille O'Neal was one, yes. Teaming with DX. I remember that very well. Um, you know, I, I don't, I've got a, I've got a few in my mind and I'm, I've got a feeling that they might, I might be right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so often that this happens, you've got to understand this. <laughs> I've just got some, uh, yeah, uh, I want to say Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer, and just, uh, just take a look here. Sure, he did it a couple of times. I so I got it from Wikipedia. I believe he did. Yes, yes, he did. Yes. At the Wells Fargo Arena, I've got the the whole thing down here. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have known that. <laughs> but... <laughs> I should have done that for extra points. The the where the when. <laughs> he did the two hot two hot for TV. Oh, that's skipped to me as well. Yes, he did. Oh, I will take um, Jeremy Piven. So no, he had a famous scene off. He did where he called it the Summerfest. You will be banned <laughs> from the Summerfest. Do you mean SummerSlam? <laughs> yeah, su- SummerSlam, mate. <laughs> I'm going to say the man responsible for the greatest um, theme music album of all time and his rendition of Sexy Boy by Shawn Michaels. I'm going to say the one and the only William Shatner. <laughs> you are a god, and yes. <laughs> Sexy <laughs> boy. Yeah. You're not my boy <laughs> toy. <laughs> I've um, got one who definitely was guest host on, but you said you said it finished on May, like the May 2010. Did you say? It does, yes. Uh, right. tw- uh, the 10th of May 2010. Yeah, because my guy definitely hosted, but he did it in 2011. So he, uh, would you accept? Uh, he, yeah, he's quite a famous person. I don't want to say the answer then. Get I'm sure he is if you hosted, bro. <laughs> No, no, but like, would you accept it if you did it in 2011? Yeah, sure, why not? We'll go for it. Okay, Hugh Jackman, because he punched it in the face. Yes, he did. Yeah, we'll take that. <laughs> we'll take it. Is that 5 all? Yeah. It is 5 all. yes. We're into sudden oh, death. So, sudden For someone death. who doesn't watch modern day wrestling, I'm very impressed that Mark's got five. <laughs> I know. I, hey, it's yeah, but good. hey, it's not modern <laughs> day anymore. Nah, hey. It's 10 years ago. 
Me, I, I, I know my uh, celebrity shit. Oh, I take quizzes <laughs> seriously. That's the only reason why. The, the only reason I, I, I don't take them seriously at all, but I've got a, <laughs> I, I remember certain characters and certain no, people. I'm joking. I'm I, couldn't tell you shit, I couldn't tell you shit about the roster. <laughs> <laughs> there is some big ones you are missing here. Can I just I'm say? Already pu- I'm already pulling your leg. I've still, I've, I've got two left in my mind, but that's all I've got. Okay, and I don't know if one of them, <laughs> I don't know if one of them is right. I know one of them is definitely right, but I don't know if the other one's right or not. I'm going to go with the one that I'm a bit confident on. I'm going to say David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff did host Raw at the O2 Arena in London. Mm. I wonder if that had been when he was doing Britain's Got Talent. Um, that makes sense, yeah, probably. Uh, I forgot he did Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, I will take... Um, I don't know if she actually hosted Raw, but I'm going to take a risk here. Snooki from, jo- um, from Jordy Shaw, uh, Jersey Shaw. Jersey Shaw. Snooki. Jordy Shaw. <laughs> Snooki. From what, what I've got here... This would have been 2011 as well, to the record. Oh, let I don't think she did host it. I think she was just in that match. She was, you sure? I'm just looking it up now. <laughs> she did, yes, she did host Raw in 2011. We'll take that. I think no, I think that's fair. You give me the benefit of the doubt before. Yeah. Yeah. It's 6-0. This is where I'm not sure. I've got a toss-up between two, and neither of them I'm that confident on. One of them because oh, I don't want to say that out loud, really. Because it'll, um, oh, which one do I go with? I'm really surprised that we've got this far. To be honest, oh, either way, I'm going to regret it. I'm going to go for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger did not host Raw. Ah, wounded. Uh, so <laughs> if, if, I get this right, if I get this right, you win. Okay, yeah. This, this is a 2011 host again. Uh, <laughs> I believe it was the Muppets. They hosted Raw. I was going the to Muppets did host Raw, yeah. I was going to say, what could you do individual uh, Muppets? <laughs> no, we'll be here all night. <laughs> we could have done. But I would have only accepted Beaker as the ultimate. Oh, I was going to say, given I'm going to win anyway, we'll go, given if I got this right, I'd win. <laughs> I would say, okay, if you want a Pacific Muppet, I'll say Kermit. <laughs> yeah, no, we won't, we won't accept oh, Kermit. We'll only accept no Beaker. Showed. Imagine if Kermit no showed and He's got a Mandela effect going on there. He just believed he was there, but he wasn't. Can I just Beaker ask... was the only host. <laughs> the other person at the toss-up was um, Arnie's uh, right-hand man in Predator, Jesse Ventura, but I didn't know if you'd count that because of the fact he was a wrestler. Oh, I yeah, did. I, I he, was, he did host Raw, but I wasn't going to count it because he, he was a wrestler. He was a wrestler, right. Okay. Well, either way, I was out, and that's fine. Because we could have had The Rock and all sorts on. Yeah, the that, that's, that's the thing. Yeah, Stan Cold as well. He hosted Raw. Bret Hart, didn't he? Bret Hart. Daniel Bryan hosted Raw. My fa- my favorite story about Jason Ventura was when on the on the set of Predator there was a gym, and he used to get to the gym ten minutes before he knew Arnie would get there, just do a little, little bit dead sweat, get dead sweaty, and then leave the gym just to piss off Arnie because he thinks <laughs> he's got there dead early and does a big set before Arnie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. But the thing was as well, he only started turning up before him as well. Mm. Absolutely. There are the competition who who will get bigger, biggest by the end of the shoes. So Nick, Nick's through. Well done, Nick. 
Thank you very much. And I was, yeah, it was only a little joke about the uh, suspicious of your knowledge for yourself. <laughs> no, I tell you, it, let's be honest. If it was anything to do with what happened in the ring, I would have been out before the the round started. So, to be honest, I like to think that you were searching this all on your phone uh, while we were doing this. I would have been quite useless, I, because I wasn't watching. I wouldn't in have had a fucking clue what to type well, 10, well, 2010s when I got back into it, um, I got back into wrestling in 2010 and 2011 was when I literally watched Raw every week because I was at college and used to always finish early, pretty much, because that's what you do at college. And yeah, I had a lot of time on my hands. This is Joey Fabulous and you're listening to Broken Foot Glorious and that is fabulous. Right, so Double or Nothing is this Saturday. Um, the, the event was originally scheduled to be at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Paradise, Nevada, but due to COVID-19, it's now at a secret, undisclosed location, so fans don't turn up. And as we mentioned, uh, Mike Tyson will be presenting the AWTNT Championship belts, so, it's, uh, so in the tournament final, it's Cody versus Lance Archer, who do you have on this one? Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson wins. My follow-up question is, who's Mike Tyson going to punch? <laughs> that, I was going to say, that's Jake the Snake. that's the real question. Well, I think um, Lance Archer... Vanguard won. Lance Archer should win. Uh, so I think he's... I think, uh, again, uh, um, he's been built very, very strong since he came in. I like the way... I really like him and Jake the Snake's sort of characters at the moment. Um, yeah, I like... It's been a good build as well. Like as you get when, when sort of someone when it's sort of a tournament, it's quite hard to get a personalised storyline going as well. So I think they've done that very well. Uh, they, uh, for me, yeah, Lance Archer to win, and then for the follow-up question, Mike Tyson. I, I think will punch um, Jake the Snake when they're sort of just mouthing off about winning the winning the, um, winning the belt. So I think yeah, Lance Archer to win, but then overall it'll be Rhodes and Tyson sort of yeah overall standing, but Lance Archer to win the yeah. belt. Maybe Lance Archer might take the punch. I think I think Lance Archer will go over and win the title, but maybe then have Tyson knock him out to have a bit of a feel good moment about it. Yeah, because obviously yeah, the big monster bit... heel's going over. You don't want to bury him, do you? It... Uh, what what if <laughs> twist on it? Lance Archer punches Mike Tyson out. Well, Mike Tyson's apparently wants to make a boxing come come back because he's skinned, so he wants to have a one last. <laughs> He's trained at the Don't moment. Say have you seen that. any of his recent training videos that he's been doing? Yes. My God. Oh, my God. So, um, just for the record, Mike Tyson, if you're listening, Chris said your skin. Nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else said anything bad about you except for Chris. Mike Tyson is definitely not skinned. Mike Tyson owns the. United States' biggest uh, marijuana farm. To the point yeah, that. He do, to, to, seriously, no word of a lie, he owns the biggest legal yeah. marijuana farm in the US. Yeah. And he was on Joe Rogan about, talking about that's it. That's exactly it. Exactly. He's not skinned. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he, he just does what he wants. He just, he's just still solid. He's solid and he wants to knock out some big dafties. <laughs> Simple as that. See, oh, though, though. I can't see why I would be punched point. in the face if you went. I want Tyson. Money. I want Tyson to become the oldest world heavyweight champion. <laughs> and I want see, to... though, I I was listening to a good point the other day. Uh, just just to completely shift from wrestling to boxing, that it's only pad work though. And what's he going to be like if he actually fights someone of decent quality? A murderer. 
he'll, he'll kill him. He'll kill anybody yeah. that's in front of him. He's trying to be a murderer. <laughs> he was, but to uh, be fair, we remember his last fight, don't we, where he, uh, he sat on his stool yeah. and went, do you know what, this isn't for me anymore, and walked away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was well, the different, fight. He just... and, the, and the difference is now he's like kicked the stool out of the way. He's like, I want to be back in the ring. That's the one I'm scared of. <laughs> the fact that Mike Tyson you know what? wants to fight—that's the worry. I'll I'll mm. wrestle him for a bit of banter. <laughs> <laughs> I won't box him. <laughs> Someone draw me up a contract. Uh, Chris can be my cornerman. <laughs> MJF versus Jungle Boy. I can't look past MGF on this one. No. It's what MGF does, yeah. isn't it? He just, he's just a bastard who wins. Do you like the Jurassic, oh. Jurassic Express um, a lot? And I would I like do. to see them. You don't? I do. I, I, Luchasaurus is still one of my favourites. So. I, I think Jungle Boy's improved a lot as well. Um, I think, especially with sort of his run-ins with Chris Jericho towards the end of last year, I believe it was. Um, mm-hmm. That's when I sort of started to really like them. But yeah, I think MJ often, MJF in the case of it would be a bit daft if they'd be obviously had him beat Cody, had him as one of the best heels just to go and lose to. It's obviously going to lose right now on, on when he's sort of going strong. So, Especially when yeah. he's coming back from an injury as well. Of course, yeah. I, I don't yeah. know MJF and it's more intrigued to see where he will go from here. I think if maybe if Cody actually does win the TNT title, I think that might be something to look at. Oh, that'd be interesting. I, I, I want think... Lance Archer to win though because he has... He has been built strong, but I think MGF and Cody for the TNT title would be a would be a good thing going forward. I think even if you had some going further on down the line, Cody wins the TNT title and then um, MJF actually wins the main belt, the AEW title, and then you can sort of say he's one up to Cody. Ooh. It could even be a way to yeah. bring in that whole storyline of Cody's not allowed to challenge for the title again. So they could even go back into that feud. And we're, we're talking further on down the line. It's good. But with the good yeah. thing about EW is it's not rush, rush, rush. So. Yeah, it's been a nice okay. sort of slow build for everything. Uh, next, we do have the AEW World Championship. Uh, John Moxley yeah. versus Brody Lee. So despite being fourth in the rankings, Brody Lee gets a championship match because he robbed the belt. <laughs> <laughs> Since they've wrestled in WWE before over, as over well, over I think... I think it'd be yeah. quite it'd be quite good. That could be a good solid. Yeah, it good. is a bit of a shame though, because I definitely think that John Moxley's holding on to the title. That Luke Harper, uh, Brody Lee's come in as the exalted one, have mm-hmm. this big build around him, and he might just lose. It just feels a bit. I think, I think they can make it an interesting way of losing though, because they get all his minions involved. And... Maybe, so maybe that... have a bit of a screwy finish. Yeah, they have that um, guy called Ten who looks very impressive. I've not looked up who actually is a real whose kayfabe is non kayfabe name is. I've not looked up the past career, but he, look, he looks quite impressive from the little I've seen of him. Yeah, he's against John Moxley tomorrow or tonight. So, I, can't, I can't see him past John Moxley. No, neither I can I. I think Moxley to win, but um, I think yeah, there is ways you can just certainly protect and um, Brody Lee. Uh, instead of having it just be a, a standard finish, I think there's definitely ways. Even if like, it could be the case of the minions accidentally costing Brody Lee, you know, and then we yeah. go around with him, him, I was about to say, exalting them out of the group. That doesn't really make sense, mm. but you get the point of him kicking, kicking them out, sort of thing. Uh, so, definitely ways you can go down, protecting me, but also, yeah, more importantly, <laughs> Moxie to win for sure. And 
And yeah, I mean, the way I look at it as well, Ambrose Harper was always pretty good in WWE. I like their yeah. rules match when yeah. they sort of flew out of the arena and then came back into the arena. Uh, that was always pretty good. Luke Harper's always, uh, I always felt like when he was in WWE, he was very overlooked for the quality of matches that he always had. Especially like yeah, with agreed. Dolph Ziggler as well. He had he had that very good match with him, the ladder match. And then the match yeah, with brilliant. Dean Ambrose well, as well. Awesome as well. Whenever the Wyatt family had like, the six-man uh, six tag matches, he was always the one that sh- obviously, obviously shun out, in my opinion. Uh, Wyatt was great, but I think the one who always looked who always made the match to what it was with the Wyatt family and six-man tag match was always Luke Harper, in my opinion. Yes. Yeah. Also, yeah. in that build-up to WrestleMania where Randy Orton challenged Bray Wyatt for the title and they had the Should big battle tra- royal. Tra- yes, mm-hmm. and the big battle royal where Luke Harper and... Was it Randy Orton who landed at the same time? I can't remember. Was it AJ Styles? Either way. No, um, yeah, Harper was always involved in that because there was a bit of an outrage that they, everyone won the triple threat match because Harper yes. was literally involved in the storyline throughout and, and he was brilliant throughout it as well, but it just never... And his, his face turn after that was really good as well and then they just went, uh, never mind. We'll, we'll put him back with Rowan further on down the line again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of a shift because he changed his sort of in the, uh, the, blank, the black tank top as well from the, yes. the white one. And he had all the black tape and everything. I thought he had, he, I thought that was a very wasted opportunity because he was, he was looking to be building some steam. So, obviously with mm. AEW picking him up now, obviously we can see what they can build here, and it could. Uh, I can see this rivalry going on for quite a while. Yeah, uh, next matches. It sounds, it sounds a lot like from the casino ladder match for a future AEW um, world title shot. So it's a gauntlet style ladder match, which sounds interesting. Um, so you've got Darby Allen versus Colt Cabana versus Orange Cassidy versus Ray Phoenix, Scorpio Sky, Kip Sabian, Frankie Kazarian, Luchasaurus, and two minutes on the night. So, so it's put some people are rumoured thinking it's Sting, which <laughs> I don't see yeah. Sting will come back into a ladder match. <laughs> <That'd be great>. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sting from the Raptors! <laughs> and he's just he's floated in and taken it! <laughs> I don't see how a, la- a gauntlet ladder match would you not be able to go for the contract until everybody's in, or can you? Well, do I've got it. I've got it here. I've just because I've looked it up yeah. the card, and I just wanted to see. But apparently, you can go for for the the chip from the start. Ah, okay. And <laughs> a, a wrestlers like a will enter. Then. Yeah, so they re- they enter every ninety seconds, and there's yeah. nine. Yes. Oh, I'm so, so it's excited like, for this. It sounds really fun. Do you think we'll get to see on nine? Or do you think the to be confirmed fellas just to be confirmed and he's gone, oh, yeah. We'll find <laughs> he's someone on the night. It could even be someone like Rusev or someone making their, their debut sort of oh. thing for the company. Rusev, Ryder. You never know. And I'm really, really, really excited for this. In terms of the winner, I'd love it to be Scorpio Sky. I'm really impressed with him. I love SCU. Um, Scorpio Sky, I, w- I would like to see. I'd like to see win the, be- win the, um, win the belt, uh, win the number one contender. That would be cool. I could see it being Luchasaurus because he is just so popular. Like it, like it. Yeah, my kids wanted to be Orange Cassidy, but honestly, he'd be so lazy walking up the ladders, he'll never get to the top in time. So. <laughs> Orange Cassidy as well. But I definitely <laughs> could see it being Luchasaurus because he's. He's been featured on being the elite more as well for not having his tail. 
and they mm-hmm. built a thing about him not having his tail and finding his tail again. <laughs> well, I love so, the way they've got the yeah. balance great for this as well. They've really got a good balance in this match. Obviously, you've got your comedy of Cassidy, who will be superb. You've got your high flyers that will be awesome <clears> spots in the match. You've got your m- m- massive guys like Luchasaurus. Oh, I think they've got the, the the people in this match to the T, and I'm I'm really really excited. Anything missing with ladder matches? I think ladder matches you really do need a crowd, in my opinion. I think that like I think you learn, I think I sort of certainly learned that from WrestleMania with the triple threat match this year. Um, whilst it was great, I think ladder matches just have the whole the whole with the live audience with people cheering when someone goes up the ladder. Oh, they had, they had the, um, the women's one on NXT as well. It would have been amazing in front of a crowd. Yeah, I've, I've been able to enjoy these. I've been finding the no crowd stuff. I've been finding it all right. I've been able to enjoy everything just the same. Well, maybe getting used to the, it. I'm getting, I'm getting used just to it. In a wrestler of me, just appreciating the actual, <laughs> just the wrestling on its own. I think you've got to watch it being positive as well. I've certainly learned that. If you go in there, sort yeah. of missing it, it's, it's not going to work. So I think if you go in you there... Don't, you definitely like, have to be in the right mood for it. Yeah, 100%. Well, Money in the Bank, I was in a great mood. Really, really enjoyed the pay-per-view, the matches, and it was probably the most of it. And um, as I say, I'm really excited for, the, for well, certainly for this ladder match, but for the whole card. Actually, we rush through these next three. Yep. So we've got uh, Nyla Rose versus Sheeda. Um, no disqualification, no count out. Women's title match. Nyla Rose, keep 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 yeah. keep it on her, hundred percent. I can't I can't see her. Yeah, I've, no, same here. Uh, Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. I think that could be good. I think that could be a really good match. Yeah. I like Statlander to win. Because her last women's title match, she got a concussion halfway through, didn't she? I'm trying to remember. Didn't she get an injury and they had to kind of just call it so it wasn't a very good match in the end? I think you're right, yeah. I'm trying to, my memory's sort of fading me for that. I, I think you are spot on though with that. Mm. Uh, I know it wasn't so, great the match. I think that's when the AW, the women's division, got a little bit of criticism that it's not strong. Mm-hmm. And then it came out that she did have the concussion. So yeah, I think you are spot on with that. Um, in terms of when I would like Britt Baker to win, I think it's a great heel. Um, she's sort of a bit like the MJF of the women's division, I think. So yeah. uh, I think she's just a bitch. <laughs> so I, I think <laughs> there's not many proper, really bad like heels that you physically hated in in wrestling at the moment as well. So I think it'll be it'll definitely keep her looking strong. And um, so yeah, Britt Baker for me. And then, yeah, and I'd go with final one well. is a more contenders match for the AEW Tag Team Championships Private Party versus Best Friends This is a private party but you are all invited <laughs> Yeah, I can see Private Party winning this though, to be honest Imagine the match with uh, Hangman Kenny and Private Party oh, I think that would so be great good. That would be class I think Best Friends to me they haven't, best really friends. Had That'd be good they haven't had the chance yet as well at the time One thing I will say about this as mm. well is just so much better than WWE is you've got a tag match there it's not just, it's not just they've at least they've actually had an added sign to it my making it number one contenders match now this really really irritates me about WWE when they just throw a tag team match on the pre-show if you want people to watch the bloody pre-show at least make sign where it's actually going to have, an, have a, a sign to it sort of thing it's just that simple make it a number one contenders match gives people yeah. a reason to tune in gives and it actually has a meaning to win the match. So it's really that simple. <laughs> really, that really irritates me, that sort of stuff. So little touches go a long way. But yeah, best friends for me. I, I'm going to go best friends. So oh, mummy. They're on a good one <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Then the main event, a stadium stampede match. 
uh, Matt Hardy and the Elite versus the Inner Circle. Matt Hardy um, has to beat. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know how you win. Just I guess, I guess it's pin. <laughs> so, you resurrect uh, Vanguard one, and he gets the pin. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I can't and, see and, past the the big ultimate babyface tag team of the Elite and Matt Hardy on this one. Matt Hardy has to pin Jericho for the story to work. I think so. Yeah, so revenge on Vanguard one. Yeah, I'm so excited for this pay per view though. It's looking really, really good. Really excited. I will have to disagree with you both, but I'm going for um, in a circle. I just feel they're, they're, they're the strongest stable in the company. They're, I think they've obviously been a little bit of a downfall recently. Obviously not massive. It'll be good just to get, obviously give them that big win again. And um, I'll have Hager as the one who wins the match. I'd say I don't think you need. I think Hardy and Jericho. I think that storyline will be safe. Oh yeah, they are. They are on a bit of a losing streak at the moment. So that could be. Yeah, that is a, that is a fair point. I did think that actually. I'll give Hager the win. That's Hager that. can pin someone. Hager can pin a Mago or someone. Someone who can take the pinball and still be a big. I wouldn't have obviously Hardy anywhere near the pinball. You could even have him and Jericho sort of brawling to their heart's content sort of thing whilst the pinball mm. takes place. So there's loads of ways you can defend people in this and not have... Is it Nick Jackson who's been out recently? He's been out injured, hasn't he? So you could have Hagar. Yeah, yeah. Nick Jackson yeah. was injured. Yeah. It's going to be a great match. Ahoy! Scallywags around the world! And this is the Pirate Prince, Joey Marcus, the natural-born Scallywag. And you are listening to Broken But Glorious. <laughs> Right, so it's time for the final of a question of sports entertainment. It's me versus Nick. Okay, so to continue with our celebrity theme, uh, I have gone with, can you name the celebrities who have participated in matches at WrestleMania? Okay. Cool. Okay, so who's, uh, who's going first? Well, Nick went second last time, so he goes first. Oh, thank yep, you. Yep, that's great. Thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> I will take as I mentioned her earlier, the lovely Snooki. Yes, of course. She had the match at WrestleMania 27. So does the Slabs or the sports stars count as well? Sports stars do count as well. Okay. As long as they're just not a wrestler. Yeah. Okay. LT. Yep. Pick Lawrence Taylor main event in WrestleMania. Yes. I will take Floyd Mummy Mayweather. Yep. In, uh, in his match with the Big Show at WrestleMania 24. Take the big show? Yeah. Not the big, big show. show? No. No, not a big show. Mr. T. Oh, I don't. I. Uh, I think that's fine because I think he just said big yeah. show. Yeah. He said Floyd Mayweather. So if he said big show. I could have been really harsh then and gone, yeah, no. No, I'm not messing. <laughs> I, can't, I can't take that off you. If, just be like, if he said yeah, big, big show, show. nothing to do with anything, then I, I would say punish him, but no. I'm, happy to that. I'm, not, I'm not that. I may be a heel when I wrestle, but I'm not a heel when I come on here. I'll be too much. <laughs> oh, I um, hate you really, and I'm going to get you back to all the times you've beaten me. It's too all. Too all. Um, but this shouldn't be difficult, but I'm really struggling. Um, right, I was about to say Stephen and Mel, but he was SummerSlam, so I'm not going to say him. Yeah, um, don't say him. I don't think the wrestler I'm about to say he didn't actually have a match. I think he just watched. Do they have to be involved? Actually, have a match? Yeah, they, just involved. They actually have to be in the match. They can't just be stood okay. on the outside watching. Yeah, yeah that's that's fine. Fine. That's that's that. 
That rules out another one, I was thinking. Um, okay, I, this, I hope this one counts because he wasn't a wrestler. He was uh, another sport type wrestler. Oki Bono, the sumo wrestler. Oki Bono does count. I will I will accept that. I hope I say the name right. It's Marissa Marissa Mireno. Oh, I can't say the name. Mar- <laughs> Think I know who you mean, but I can't Marissa tell you. Mireno. Mireno? Marissa Moreno. See, I know who you mean, but I. Is it that one from WrestleMania 28 in, in the Kelly Kelly match? Yeah, she's a six mile away contact. Yeah. What's your final answer with the name? Yeah, we need a final Mar- answer with the name. Marissa Moreno. Marissa Moreno is your final answer. Right, okay. Uh, well, sort of. It was Maria Menounos, but I can't oh, say Marissa Menounos. Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> it's not even close. I know exactly who you meant, but... <laughs> to me, it's Marissa Moreno. I won't vote for the answers. Yeah. What's the score? It is two, uh, three, two to you. And it's my fourth go, is it? Yes. Um, I won't say that's interest of fairness. Um... Oh, God, I'm really struggling. Um, like, really struggling. Mate. Who are those? Uh, oh, um, did, no. Ah, he, he technically did have a match, but it was for a title. Um, Rob Grink, Rob Grinkowski. Technically, because he won the 24-7 belt. That's technically a match. Yes, I will, I will, I will accept that. It's technically a match. He, he was, he was technically in a match. I'll take that. The American football at the Fridge Perry was in the Battle Royal at WrestleMania 2. He was indeed, and I will take that as well. I will take members of Battle Royals. <laughs> yeah, because there was one that was in um, the match. And, oh, NFL versus WWF. He's the only American footballer I know from that match. Yeah, I'm, I'm struggling, <laughs> struggling, struggling, struggling. Um... Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to press you for an answer, Nick. Right, I can't. I'll, I'll, I'll take. Um, I, I don't know what his name was. Mark. It's Mark. Like Mark Zulberg or someone that was in the Battle Royal of Strowman. Mark Zulberg. Mark Zulberg. I don't know. That's his name. It's pretty nothing. <laughs> his name's probably not even Mark. <laughs> Just say no. <laughs> yeah, right. no. No, mate. <laughs> he's not on Shaquille O'Neal. It, it wasn't. It, it, his name's not even... It's not even close. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal's in the Battle Royale as well. He was, yes. So that yes. now levels it up at 4 all, Going uh, into sudden death. God's sake, I can't think. It's to save my life. It's like John Terry in his prime slipping there. There must have been some other celebrities that have been... Got pressure for an answer, Nick. <laughs> Mr. T? I've already said Mr. T. We've already had Mr. T. Oh, <sighs> I'm struggling. I can't think of anyone. Um... This to win it. Yeah. How, how many more answers are there? Like, how many more correct potential are there? We have got, including the NFL, the two sat- Royal, which the sat- right. that's a nightmare, we isn't it? Quite, we have quite a few. 
with the uh, with the battle royal as well. Peyton Manning. That's the end of American football. Peyton, I know. Peyton Manning was not in the NFL battle royal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. If she had a match. Cindy Lauper. Oh no, she didn't have a match. She was just there. She didn't have a match. Right. Yeah, I'm just. I'm really struggling. I uh, I can say there is a very big one that you are missing here. Ah, uh, cool. Say that on Chris's go. <laughs> I've not I've not given anything away, but I'm joking. It's one. It would have been one of my first answers. Yeah. Got to press you for an answer here, Chris. I, I'm, I don't know. I can't think. <laughs> Mark Quiverenson. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> was that a word? Or was that just a noise you yeah. made? That, that, that was a surname. Yeah. No, mate. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to say one because. Well, I don't know, he wasn't actually technically rest... I'm just going to say it in case you're going to allow it. He wasn't actually in the match, but however, he was. He kind of had. He kind of was in the corner and he kind of was part of the match-like type. So, Donald Trump? See, that's a very controversial one because he wasn't actually in the match. However, he's... But he was. He was. Ah, oh, it's tricky. He was in the I, corner I, and his hair I've... was on the line. His hair was on the line, but he didn't wrestle. He didn't we, we, we could be here all night if we don't accept this. Is, <laughs> okay. is, is, is Mike Tyson the one? Because he was in and forced it in a match. Mike Tyson did not count. I did not count Mike Tyson. I will give that away now. And, uh, were those both quite ass, like guesses then, as well? Just to well, make Trump, sure Trump is clear. my guess. Yeah, Trump is my guess. Yeah, no. Yeah. Mike Tyson would have been my next guest. I think, do you have a, a, a separating question? <laughs> I I did not have a separated question. I did. Not, I thought. I thought at least someone would have got this. Well, Mickey Rourke as well was one I was thinking earlier, but he wasn't in the match, was he? No, he wasn't in the match. Yeah, so I'm he was really, meant to be. I match, can think of lots of I did not think I would make a quiz that defeated you. <laughs> I feel like a dungeon master who's just won at D and D. I don't know what's happened. I I don't know how to feel. Are we going to give me the win for Donald Trump? <laughs> if I give you the win for Donald Trump, I've got to give him Mike Tyson. I'm... <laughs> oh no! So you both get one right. <laughs> you think I, of a tiebreaker. You think of a tiebreaker that they have to answer. Um... Uh, the closest to something. Right, okay. If uh, We'll go off this then, because I've got all their names in front of me here now. If we can uh, go off who, how many NFL stars were in the NFL versus WWF Battle Royal, off the top of your head, if you can come up with a number for that. Okay, I'll go for, I'll go for eight. Okay. Ten. Okay, so Nick is the closest, as the answer is six. Woo! Oh. And the answer <laughs> I was mainly looking for on in this celebrity one, and he was the subject of a documentary quite recently, it's Butterbean. Oh, bloody hell, Butterbean. 
Mm. With the uh, dark side of the ring recently covering the Borough for All with Bart Gunn. Of course. Yeah. They're in Crossing Manor tournament. Have you not? You weirdo. No. (laughs) (laughs) I I was absolutely... I'm I'm flabbergasted that I've just beaten you all. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm going on Twitter tonight and telling everyone. (laughs) I've beaten everyone. I'm the real winner here today. <laughs> this is why I didn't come up with a tiebreaker. I was sat here tonight, just like finishing it off, thinking, there, "There's no way this it'll be just it'll just be done. It'll just be oh, done. Someone will get one wrong." Ne- never, never thought we would have gone that long with nobody getting it. All right, very big bollocks. We're gonna have a hair versus what? hair match for you next. <laughs> All the names of the sat night live people who were driving us mad. Mark. It was yeah, Colin Jost and Michael Chi. Uh, the beginning of an end. Well, yeah, well, nothing there. <laughs> I mean, nobody was going to get right, that. Congrat- congratulations, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Nick was closer to saying Mark Zuckerberg at one point. <laughs> I thought he was going to say Mark Zuckerberg and was was sure was it? <laughs> it's an inch away from it. I, mean. uh, I, was, I was terrified. I thought, when, when did Mark Zuckerberg get into a match? You don't remember <laughs> the WWE versus Facebook uh, Battle Royal? Oh, I, yeah. Uh, does anyone remember when Charlie Sheen was going to have a match at SummerSlam? I remember, obviously. Yeah, against yeah. Daniel Bryan. Yes, because he wanted to promote his new show, Anger Management. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting for that match, and I'm still excited for it. Still a chance. We've got SummerSlam He's coming up, and Daniel Bryan's going to probably be going to it as, as a... The problem that we've got is, though, if Sheen comes in and, and he's against Bryan at SummerSlam, uh, Brian will be going as IC champion. Does that mean that Sheen's got a chance of uh, <laughs> taking the title? Yes, yes, it does. Oh, I just love Brian. That I don't have a goat face. I am handsome. <laughs> <laughs> and Charlie Sheen with the pre-recorded message that they've tried to make it look like it's live, and it quite clearly just—he's not even there. You not could talking have to anyone. You could have like a sort of uh, a call and response of yes chance and winning chance. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Mark, you've you've created a monster. This is the infamous Cameron Solis, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious. It's time for the BBG big debates. Uh, last week the question was best wrestler to spend lockdown with. And here's the results. So in last place is me. <laughs> Seth Rollins. Three <laughs> percent. I think that's the lowest the lowest total of all time. Oh my god, poor, right, poor, poor. The Monday Night Messiah is over. I'm, th- I'm, th- I'm thinking maybe not pick somebody that Twitter think is a bit of a knob next time. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the winner was Lance Alexa Bliss. 45%. Of course it was, of course it was, because Lance picked the female, and there we go. She is Twitter. Your, your theory that our Twitter picks uh, attitude era went down the yeah, because there was a girl involved, so that's the only sort of caveat to it. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, he also predicted that Ric Flair might win the Best Millionaire uh, gimmick as well, and I came dead last behind a match that everyone forgot happened as well. Well, I've, I've got I've got form, if nothing else, and uh, I'm predicting that my pick tonight is going to win. I think you predict that every week, don't you? So, I'm definitely not going to win tonight. <laughs> Lance, what are we debating tonight? So what we are debating tonight is, again, keeping with my theme of celebrities, is the best uh, 
sports star outside of wrestling to appear on WWF television. And we've excluded Mike Tyson from this, haven't we? And we have excluded Mike Tyson. <laughs> it's a it's a one time deal of uh, turning up on WWE TV or any wrestling promotion. It's a one time deal. Time, At this yeah. point, Mike Tyson's basically just a wrestler. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm calling him out. <laughs> so I've gone with the Crazy Gang and former Wales captain Vinnie Jones. The year is 1998, since Capsule Carnage pay per view, which has took place in London. And he played up to his hard man image. Um, he's acting as a special guest enforcer in the main events. The football hard man confronted the big boss man in the ring and ended up getting a red card. It was a bit cringy, but it was funny. Um, yeah, Vinny Jones is my choice. So. Who's next? Mark? Me? Yep. Right, I'm going for um, one of the greatest boxing champions of all time who took part in arguably... <laughs> the best intercontinental championship match of all time that happened to be the biggest, most box office drawn, most inspiring <laughs> wrestling match that's taken part in British soil of all time. I'm going for Lennox Lewis mm. and his part that he played in Bret the Hitman Hart versus the British Bulldog at Air Wembley at SummerSlam 92. Um, Lennox Carried Lewis, he, he literally carried with, with two hands the Union Jack flag <laughs> From the curtain, all the way down from gorilla position, down the ramp, to the <laughs> ring itself in Wembley Stadium, waving the Union Jack flag, pre-UKIP and Brexit. He carried it all the way down there, with the vigour of a swan, and glided effortlessly on his way to the ring, followed in hot pursuit by none other than David Boy Smith, the British Bulldog. Um, bear in mind that Lennox Lewis was a world champion boxer at this time. He held think three different European stroke UK heavyweight championships and it was just before his uh, his fight in November as well later on in the year for the for the United States Stroke World Championship. So he he was some boy. He was a bit of a class act. Um he should have been sports personality of the year that year for obvious reasons with his efforts <laughs> of carrying flags. Um, <laughs> but he lost out to Nigel Manson. But <laughs> He he is undoubtedly part of the biggest match on British soil of all time. Uh, Lennox Lewis. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Nick? Um, so I'll go back into the football theme and I'll say England's all-time goal scorer, Wayne Rooney. Um, a little bit of a backstory to this. So I believe it was a Lance Journey United fan. You might be able to tell this earlier. I believe it was before he was appeared at Raw. Man United played Preston away in the FA Cup. Now Preston is Wade Barrett's team who are a league below Man United, they're a championship. It might have even been League One at the time, to be fair. Um, I believe they were League One at the time. So, League One, so they're two leagues below Man United for our listeners. This was a cup match. Wayne Rooney had the audacity to dive in this match, won his team a penalty, <laughs> uh, which Man United went on and win. So, he took a dive and United won. They beat Preston. Way Barrett, obviously yeah, furious did. about this, took to Twitter to criticise Rooney for his antics. Um, and then, yeah, on a raw episode, uh, Barrett and Sheamus are at ringside and Rooney starts to mouth off Barrett. Um, Barrett then approaches. Seamus, he freezes, he sort of calms the situation down before saying, Rooney, you're lucky enough, Gary Neville fellow, so I'll kick your head off. Seamus is also a Liverpool fan. <laughs> Neville absolutely hates Liverpool. Uh, for our fans who do like football, and that Neville doesn't like Liverpool. Um, 
then as Seamus walks away, Rooney continues to get embarrassed face. I believe this might have been before, yeah, before the match was over. And Rooney slaps Barrett around the face. Um, and I believe <laughs> I don't know who Barrett's face at the time. Might have been wrestling Dolph Super at the time. But um, yeah, Barrett goes back in the ring and loses the match. So Mr. Barrett's not too impressed. And Twitter then goes back and forth. And I believe they were working towards a tag match where it was going to be Wayne Rooney and Stone Cold. Versus Wade Barrett <laughs> and Kevin Davis. Um, one of the time the Preston North End legends, Kevin Davis. So that would be one hell of a tag match. Oh, um, so yeah. I, can, uh, I can tell you a fun story about that, actually. I was there that night, as it was in Manchester, and uh, I was a, very a much... Sure. Oh, at, at Raw. At Raw, yes. When, uh, when Wayne Rooney slapped uh, Wade Barrett. And the pop he got was very mixed. It was more mixed than... Uh, John Cena coming out on an entrance, yeah. to be honest. When we all realised he was there, I popped massive and started going, Rooney, Rooney. Uh, <laughs> I think there was some City fans not far from me booing him all yeah. night. <laughs> and just to, uh, it was Cesaro way Barrett was wrestling, I remember this. Oh, Cesaro. Because I held up my Cesaro section sign as a little 16-year-old boy. Oh, <laughs> Being Cesaro. dead excited yeah, to see Wayne anyway, Rooney. I love Cesaro's. And who were the true victors in that? Who are the true victors in that? The Tranmere fans sat around the corner just watching you all unfold, eating the popcorn, having a laugh. Lance, what's yours? So, what I've gone for was an iconic night in SmackDown history. It was a uh, it was a very iconic night. Vince McMahon stood in oh, the ring. Oh, iconic! <laughs> with the seven-time Mr. Olympia, the four-time Mr. Universe... Arnold Schwarzenegger handing him the WWF title as a a replica title as a little memento and Arnold Schwarzenegger mm. ended up being on commentary that night to which Triple H decided to get Maldi to the Terminator and the Terminator in response absolutely sparked out Triple H because the man is the Terminator <laughs> and defeated yeah. the Predator <laughs> He's T-1000. Well, he wasn't. He's T-800. But there we go. <laughs> right, so our choices are Benny, Benny Jones, Alex Lewis, Wayne Rooney, and Holt Swartzman. So, congratulations, Nick. <laughs> You've won for next week. Well, no, I hope we do... Um, I hope we do... That. I've given a backstory here. Right, yeah, I think I've started by that. I've got a really nice story. Just hope there's loads of City supporters. If it, if it was... If it was Still are V2 football, then anything United wins. Uh, but I reckon that Lance will definitely win this week, thinking about it. So. My, my thing cut off while you were so, saying that. I missed a lot of that. I said I sold a lovely Sorry. story. I thought that was a really nice story, especially for Americans. It's giving them a football lesson as well. They've probably never heard of Preston. Yeah. <laughs> so Wednesday lunchtime, I'll put a poll up on our new Twitter handle, BBG Wrestling, and the winner will decide next week's debate. So... Before we go, Mark, have you got anything coming up you want to promote? Yeah, quick one, just to mention that um, we will be speaking with the um, the developers and the team responsible for bringing out Retro Mania. They will be on the show next <sighs> week, um, having a, a really good update. We haven't chatted to each other in a while, actually, so it's good to get them back on mm. the show. So I've put a tweet up at the moment just asking people to, um, well, basically just to state if they could choose to have or to watch um, and uh, anywhere, what's the word I'm thinking of? Anywhere Falls match, uh, 
blah blah blah. Uh, false, uh, count, count, false, false count anywhere. <laughs> I couldn't think of the right one. False count anywhere much. <laughs> nearly got um, there. Nearly, nearly. Um, where would it be? Where would your ideal place be? You know, you could pick anywhere in the world, any setting, any scenario. Where would it be? Um, so that's up at the moment. But the idea is that we're going to be having a big, big chat with with there uh, with the team and asking them some in depth questions about a lot of the things that they've announced since they were last on. Um, obviously, on the back of them being on last time, we also chatted to Austin Idol. He came on the show not too long afterwards mm-hmm. as well to talk about the game and to talk about his part in NWA. But since they were last on, NWA have joined them. They've had uh, the indie tournament where they crowned a champion from that. They've also yes. had, obviously, Zack Ryder's news recently with him and Brian have uh, signed up. So it's, it's all, all systems go, but there's a lot of really interesting developments with the game as well in terms of the settings and the game and some of the match types and things like that. So it'd be good to sit down with him and pick his brains and get some thorough details. So go to at Grapple Arcade on Twitter. Um, I think it's the pinned tweet at the moment or mm-hmm. next to the top. Cool. I'm loving Dave Dahl's campaigns again onto the game as well. It's hilarious, yeah. He's, 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 he's already messaged saying, um, can you get me on the same day so I can put my case forward face to face? I said, we're not having another Dark Side of the Ring episode, mate. We're not going oh, dark. Nice another controversy. He's such a fun guy, a guy to talk to when we interviewed him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to looking forward to the interview Lance uh, anything to promote any t-shirts you want to I was going to say as always uh, you can still get your Lance Rivera Playboy Pleasure t-shirts from lancerivera12.bigcartel.com they are still available but they are running out quite quickly still did you have a nice 21st birthday I did yes it was it was a great time even though I couldn't go out anywhere or do anything it was it was good being in the house I had a nice time yeah we you know, meet up. Well, we're all going to be in Liverpool next October. <laughs> we'll meet for a pint in October. There so. we go. We will we'll sort it out in October. We'll have a good time. <laughs> That's, they've got plenty of interviews coming up next couple of weeks. Last week, least my interview with Hustle Malone. It's doing brilliantly. Over 500 listens in four days. <laughs> so happy. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, this Friday, I've got um, an interview with Lance's best mate, Joey Marcus, natural born scallywag. Joey Marcus. I'm going to, me and Jack, me and Jack Sinclair are going to get him after lockdown. I swear. <laughs> we're going to get him and we're going to take the toilet roll that he beat us for. I don't care if the toilet roll is <laughs> relatively available now. I'm going to take the toilet roll off him just for hmm. the, the fact of pride. <laughs> Stupid pie. We had a really fun chat. <laughs> Alright, so if you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter, BBG Wrestling, and check out our website, bbgwrestling.com. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.